Welcome to the FUMS Now podcast show, where you'll gain information, inspiration, and motivation for living your best life with multiple sclerosis. Find us online at FUMSnow.com. I'm your host, Kathy Reagan Young. Hello, and welcome back to the FUMS podcast show, everybody. There's so many podcasts out there now. I really appreciate you choosing this one to spend your time on. I'd like to humbly ask you for a favor. Would you please share the FUMS podcast show with three people that you know could benefit from it? If you find this show valuable, you can think of it as giving a gift to others, and it would certainly be a gift to me. So thanks in advance. Today's guest is Dr. Megan Beyer, a psychologist at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine who specializes in multiple sclerosis. Dr. Beyer completed her PhD in clinical psychology, health emphasis, from Yeshiva University, and following that received a postdoctoral fellowship at the University of Washington, where she focused on rehabilitation, cognition, and mental health in individuals living with MS. Dr. Byer's passion for improving care for people living with challenging medical conditions led her to create findempathy.com, which provides continuing education for mental health professionals focused on how best to serve patients who live with MS or other life-altering illnesses. I'm excited to welcome her. This is such a needed service. Welcome, Dr. Byer. Thank you so much for having me. I was really excited to learn that I would be talking with you. I've actually shared your podcast and website with many of my patients. It's uh, such a great resource. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm so grateful that you took the time to talk to me about this. This is a phenomenal uh, service that you're providing, and I, I'm excited to learn more about it. So let's start with what brought you, you know, not only to this type of work, but mental health issues specific to MS patients. Do you have a connection to MS? Yeah, you know, I've, I've been asked that multiple times. I don't actually have a personal connection in the sense that, you know, I don't have a family member or a friend who's been diagnosed with MS. I kind of fell into it by accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was pre-grad school, I was always interested in psychology and my family is filled with physicians and I knew I didn't want to go to medical school. So I thought, ah, psychology. Um, And I ended up, before I went to grad school, working at a place called Bancroft NeuroHealth with individuals who have traumatic brain injury. And Mm -hmm. uh, they live uh, in assisted apartments there. And so my role was to be a direct care worker. So I would drive people to medical appointments. I would make sure they uh, took their medications. I would spend time with them. And I, I really fell in love with working with individuals who had neurologic conditions. So I thought Mm -hmm. I would go to grad school and I would work with brain injury and maybe I would do research or maybe I would do clinical work. And so uh, I started looking for programs that had sort of that emphasis. And what I found was that there was programs that had health psychology, which is sort of the medical side of psychology. And my second year or so, I met somebody named uh, Fred Foley, who was my dissertation chair. You might recognize him. He's well-known in the MS world. And he's um, been and- on the FUMS podcast show, I might Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. He uh, wonderful. Great. I have such a good relationship with him. And I, uh, he was looking for a grad student to help out in his clinic. So I was lucky enough to be picked for that position. Excellent. And I really just fell in love with working in MS, um, similar to how I fell in love with working um, with traumatic brain injury through my work in Bancroft. But the difference was, I think in brain injury, there was a lot more 
research and evidence and clinical programs that were available. And it felt like there was this huge gap in the MS world. And so I felt like there was a role for me to play there. Excellent. And I would agree, by the way, huge gap. (laughs) (laughs) Still, yeah. Yeah. On your website, I found this mission statement, quote, find empathy's purpose is to help people with medical conditions find the mental health providers that understand them best and to connect mental health providers specializing in health psychology with the patients they want to help, unquote. So, this is really a two-way street. In other words, mm-hmm. you you help both the providers and the patients. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So what I kept hearing in my clinical work, um, and actually I do some speaking for uh, for Can Do MS, mm. which is a great organization. Great organization. I, yes. Yeah, I love I love working with them. I kept hearing from people, you know, I'm looking for a psychologist, uh, or where do I find somebody like you uh, near me? And I would look on the National MS Society's website, and they're a great resource. Um, I reached out to the MS Society, and they said, well, you know, our list isn't even that long. You know, we have people and providers, but we could always use more. And then I have a few friends who went through a similar health psychology program as me, And they were in private practice and they said, you know, people just don't know we exist. You know, we keep getting referrals that are general psychology, which is great, but we are really trained to work with people with medical conditions and they just don't know we're out there. So I kept hearing kind of from both sides of the spectrum that Mm -hmm. there was a need to find each other. And I thought, you know, maybe there's some way that we can create this list so that people know where to find the providers and providers can find the patients that they're best trained for. So you're the match.com of health psychology. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, health psychology, it's a new term to me, but I think Mm -hmm. you just answered that question. It is training specific to folks with medical conditions. Is that correct? Yeah. So You know, I think a lot of times I actually uh, heard a patient recently say, well, you know, all mental health providers are the same, right? You know, I was referred to you and I would work with you because everybody's the same. And that's not true. You know, in the, the American Psychological Association has 54 different specializations. So just like you wouldn't go to an oncologist to get your foot pain treated, right? Um, there are different kinds of psychologists and social workers and licensed clinical therapists who really specialize in different areas. So in my realm, there's kind of three zones. There's health psychology, which is really focused on medical conditions. So that might be something like MS or diabetes. There's rehabilitation psychology, which is working with people that have disabilities, which could also fall on the spectrum. A little overlap. Sure. Right. (laughs) And there's neuropsychology, which is that cognitive side of things. So, you know, MS could fall under any of those umbrellas. Um, So it, it, it is challenging to come up with the right terminology, but essentially all of those are Uh, psychologists who are trained to work with people that have specific medical diagnoses. That's amazing. You know, I've been doing this kind of advocacy work since hmm, 2011, I think, is when I started Mm -hmm. the website, but I was diagnosed in 2008. So I've been in it for a long time, in other words. And this is the first time I've heard this, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, you know, I've worked with mental health therapists in the past and I, I always have to bring them up to speed on MS and what it Mm -hmm. is and what it can potentially mean and the unpredictability of it. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how much further along we would be if they knew that all when I met with them the first time, (laughs) because I, Mm -hmm. I have felt like I'm 
providing the education to begin with and kind of the filter there forward. Um, yes. To, you know, for more a more perhaps uh, general psychologist or psychiatrist, because it is very different. I mean, every condition is going to be different and it's going to present different issues, right? So this just makes so much sense. But honestly, I never really considered it. But gosh, you'd be way ahead of the game if you could find somebody who actually understood this uh, right out of the gate. It's really going to be a gift what you're doing for people with MS. Um, but but it's not just, I mean, we're talking about MS because this is the FEMS <laughs> podcast show, but, but it's for other, um, you sort of have other conditions under your umbrella as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my first podcast series, which is, I only have one episode out. So hopefully one day I will have as many as you, but uh, that's going to be focused on MS because that's my specialty. But the need is there for almost any condition that you can think about. I mean, I see relief in people's eyes when I meet with them for the first time and they don't have to describe to me what PML is and why that's a scary thing, right? Um, You know, when I can talk to somebody about fatigue and that them not getting out of bed in the morning because they're fatigued is different than depression, uh, that's a huge And different from being lazy or... Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Unmotivated, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And there's so many other factors that come up that are really specific to different diagnoses. Um, You know, I I even just talked to somebody recently about apathy in MS and how that's more of a cognitive perspective than something like a mood disorder. So Mm -hmm. if you went to see a general psychologist, they are very well trained on general mood disorders. But if you had apathy due to cognitive challenges, meaning that you just can't initiate an action then they might not get that. They might think right. that this is somebody being resistant or that it's more depression. So I, I do think that there's a huge uh, benefit to meeting with somebody that you don't have to educate and yeah, yes. um, that can can really um, jump off. And, and I also think that there's times when, you know, because uh, our MS providers, one of our MS providers, Dr. Newsom, also works in something called stiff person syndrome, a, a very rare condition. He refers some of those individuals to us as well. And so I've gotten to work with a few individuals. And one person told me, I've been through three psychologists in the community, and every single one said, I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not only educating people where you're spending your own time and money educating a psychologist or a master's level therapist about your condition, you're also maybe going through multiple therapists who also are kind of fearful and don't know how to help. And, you know, there's just a, a lot of money and time that's being spent on that. Yeah. The doors to the Patients Getting Paid membership community are now wide open. This is a community of people with chronic illness learning to find and create flexible remote work that accommodates their health. I call us chronicpreneurs. There are trainings, coaching calls, networking opportunities, co-workings, and a ton of resources. Want to take better care of yourself and still generate an income? Join us at patientsgettingpaid.com. You bring up a really important point, though, that I just really want to emphasize, and that is when you are working, I would personally say this is across the board, any kind of professional, health professional, if it's not a fit, don't Mm -hmm. give up. 
right? To mm-hmm. try, yep. try again, <laughs> because the yes. fit's going to be out there for you and you can get some help and it's so important to get help, but it's super disheartening to think you found somebody, I think particularly in mental health and then mm-hmm. it not being a fit. But I want to just kind of emphasize that stick with it because it can make such a difference in, and mental makes a difference in physical. That's been emphasized in my life over and over and over again. You know, mental health makes such a difference in physical health. So I just want to kind of emphasize that whole thing. Um, Yeah. And to piggyback on that, if if I can, um, I say that to all of my patients too. I think it's uh, the match is such a huge piece of it. Every first session I tell people, if you don't feel like you're jiving with me, if you Mm -hmm. don't feel like we're the right fit after the second or third visit, please talk to me about that because Mm -hmm. I've now gotten to know you a little bit. And so I might have an idea of somebody in my circle who's a good fit. And I think most mental health providers would be open to saying, you know, if you said to them, look, you know, I don't think that you're the best fit for me, but do you have any ideas of who in your circle might be a good fit? I'm more than happy to do that for people. Yeah. And so I hope that others would as well, because the research shows that if if you feel connected to somebody, you're more likely to have positive outcomes. Mm-hmm. So you want to have that good fit right Makes from sense. the beginning. Yeah, love that. So tell me how this works. Do you seek out mental health professionals and then you know offer education in individual diseases to better equip them to deal with individuals dealing with that disease, like MS in this case, or they come to you already... I guess, accredited in those diseases, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we're still very new, um, but I'll talk to you kind of about my vision and sort of how it's worked so far, which is kind of both directions. So right now on the website, um, we have about 30 people, not a lot, but we're building regularly all the time. And all of those individuals were pre-trained in one of those realms that I talked about earlier, health psychology, rehabilitation psychology, neuropsychology, or have experience um, in working with people that have particular diagnoses. So I think that there's a, a lane for people who have already been trained in this area, but want to know more about a particular diagnosis. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the other day, a friend of mine reached out and said, uh, you know, I work with rare conditions. I have a new person that walked in my door. She's a health psychologist. She's very well-trained in health psychology, but she's never worked with this particular diagnosis. And she said, do you have any physicians that I can talk to so that I know what I'm, you know, what I should be focusing on with this individual? So that's kind of my goal is if you are already trained, but you want more about about a particular diagnosis, we can provide that. The other side is there's a lot of uh, mental health providers out there who are more generalist, who you know, you described meeting with somebody and having to educate them. Well, if they are more of a generalist and they want to learn more about something that you're living with, well, maybe they can pick up our podcast or go to our website and get more about that particular diagnosis so that they can best help you specifically, you know, or, or the patient that's sitting in front of them. Oh, that's great. And you offer CEs or or continuing education, right? So what is that education based on? Each individual disease state? Right now, we're accredited by the American Psychological Association to provide CE credits. Mm -hmm. Um, We're responsible for all of the content, but they have, have given us the stamp of approval that, you know, that you can provide that content. I based this first series off of the Consortium of MS Centers has an MS specialist diagnosis 
what's where I'm looking designation? for. Designation. Uh, designation. There you go. <laughs> and they have kind of a, a, an outline of what they think that means. What do mm-hmm. you need to know about MS? So I kind of took that outline and I created a podcast series on each of those topic areas. Oh, great. Okay. And are patients a part of this specialized training at all? Because I've often thought that patients should be part of like med school to get the real yes. world take on what it's like to have the disease and how the medical professional could, you know, help patients more by understanding their struggle, right? Their day-to-day stuff. 100%. I truly agree with you. I don't think that we can really teach something without hearing what it's like to actually live with that diagnosis. You can sit there and read it in a book all day and you're not actually hearing it from the person who's living with it. So each episode has at least for the podcast, starts with an interview with somebody living with that diagnosis Mm. and even more specifically. So for example, what it was like to get diagnosed with MS um, or something like that. Uh, And then we go into talking with a researcher who researches that topic and a clinician who's actually working with somebody on that um, topic. So you kind of get the full gamut of what's it like to live with it, what, what is research saying about it, and then how are clinicians using that information to best help the people that they're working with. Wow, that's great. What are the professional designations that you work with? Yeah, so right now we're only approved to provide CEs for psychologists, but okay. I see this as something that could be useful for any mental health provider. Mm-hmm. So we're actively completing the applications for social workers and licensed clinical therapists. Um, so uh, soon, hopefully in the next couple of months, we'll be able to provide continuing education for any mental health provider. Uh, and so, you know, I've geared this towards mental health because that's kind of my goal and my vision. Uh, I actually had a friend reach out to me who's a nurse and said, I actually think this would be helpful for nurses. So, you know, if anybody wants to listen to it, if somebody who's living with uh, the condition wants to listen to it, a family member, uh, anybody in their medical team wants to listen to it, I welcome it. It's free. It's available. Um, But, you know, only uh, if you need the continuing education credits, is that what we're working towards? But really my goal is to kind of gear this towards mental health providers, but it's available for anyone who finds value in it. That's great. And and expanding, ever mm-hmm. expanding, right? And patients can go to your website, which is findempathy.com. All of this is going to be in the show notes. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, and they can search for providers based on their conditions. Um, yes. I did that for MS and you are my, the closest practitioner to me, by the way. <laughs> do, <laughs> and do most of the practitioners offer telehealth services? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially post COVID. There were many who were doing that pre COVID. um, But now for sure, post COVID, there's something in the psychology world called PSYPACT. So if people um, haven't found that yet, you can do that, but it's called uh, P-S-Y-P-A-C-T, PSYPACT. Uh, This is a designation that any uh, psychologist can apply for. And right now, about half the states in the United States have signed on to it. And that means that you can work with any provider in any one of those states. So I'm a SIPACT member. I could work with people who are in Georgia or in Colorado or, you know, in Maine. So, yes, there's lots of people who are working um, via telemedicine. Mm -hmm. I I just hesitate to say that there's anything good that's come out of COVID, but that sure is one of them. I tell you what, this telehealth and now what you just described of being able to go, you know, across state lines and whatnot, it's, it's 
makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it took COVID to force it, I guess, force the issue. But so I'm grateful, grateful to COVID for that. So thank you so much for being here and sharing this wonderful resource. Please tell everybody where they can go to learn more about, about Find Empathy and, and your podcast too. Yeah, absolutely. So the website is Find Empathy if you're a patient and you're looking for a provider. If you are a provider or, or want to find out more about the education side, findempathy.com slash learn. For the podcast, uh, we are on any platform. Well, we're on right now, uh, Amazon, Apple, Google, and Spotify. But you can also listen to all of the episodes on the website. So if you just go to findempathy.com slash learn, you can also Google my name or find empathy. And we are on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Excellent. And again, I'm going to have all of those hot linked on the show notes. So just go to fumsnow.com slash podcasts and you'll find it. So thank you so much, first and foremost, for doing this. I'll, I'll uh, say it for the community. We appreciate anyone who is stepping up and helping us. And, and boy, this does seem like there's a gaping hole there. So we really appreciate you recognizing it and working to fill it for us. Um, I think this is, can make such a huge difference. I'm really excited about this. So, And thank you for being here today. I appreciate that as well. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I I truly hope it's a resource that grows over time. So, yes. Great. Thanks again. Take care. Thank you. You too. Quick shout out to Steve Woodward at podcastingeditor.com for the fantastic work on this podcast, including editing, show notes, and ingenious ideas. If you'd like help with your podcast, whether you're just starting out or an old pro, visit podcastingeditor.com and tell Steve I sent you. everybody. I really appreciate you listening to the FUMS podcast show. Be sure to subscribe to it so you won't miss an episode. You can do that right on the website at FUMSnow.com. While you're there, sign up for the free email list so you'll be among the first to know of any new findings in MS research, new therapies and products, as well as any blog posts and podcast episodes I release. Want to chat with others in the FUMS community? Join us on Facebook at FUMS Now. Thanks again, and don't forget to talk to the stupid disease as it deserves. Tell it FUMS every day.